You know, when someone breaks their leg, then after that point, there are many things that would be a little bump for somebody else, but for them, it feels like horrific pain. Could be all of her experiences are true, but without sexual abuse, it doesn't create this enormous feeling of emptiness and loneliness and all of that. And it takes a long time to get over, in our generation especially, to get over whatever it is that she went through. And then all those painful things that feel much more painful than they probably would to someone else, but really felt so painful to her. And it would be so easy for parents like you to disconnect lower, even from 100% oxygen flow to 90 to 80. Some people pull out the respirator altogether. And you survived so much. The not not knowing if she'll ever get married, thinking she's a lesbian, not being able to perform in the bedroom, and not knowing who she'll marry, and if she'll ever have children. And, you know, you've, you've carried her for so long. Some people, they feel very tired. How long am I supposed to carry this kid? Other people, they look at it as a shlichus. I'm always going to do whatever I need to do for this kid that Hashem gave me for my tikkun. And I'm never going to judge them for not being from or for, or for being inappropriate or for whatever they do. Because the way they behave is not because of my lack of love or my lack of education. It's their neshama was sent out to suffer and to work this stuff out. And that's why the Baal Shem Tev said, and if you think about it, Adam Kasher, of Horrific. This Adam Kasher has children who are off the derech, kaifrim, they don't believe in God. And, you know, there's so much to say. I have to speak thousands of hours about every single aspect, how to deal with this, how to deal with this, and what if this, and what if that, and what if they come home, and what if she brings a girl home, she brings a boy home, what if this, what if that. V'tziva haval shemtev, three words. Lahoiv oisam b'yoser. That's your whole avoida. Your avoida is, in spite of the challenge, that for some people feels enormous, but you've already overcome, when you feel a challenge again, you have to remind yourself that I'm not here to love her so she'll be from. I'm not here to love her so she'll be able to run on a treadmill. I'm here to love her whether she functions physically, emotionally, spiritually or not. Because my job, my tachlis, my tafkid achayim, is that Hashem gave me this kid to love. And you are. And you're supporting her. And it's going to take as long as it takes. And just like everybody says achet, her achets may be a thousand times worse because people who go through childhood trauma, everything is a disaster. Everything's messed up. Their challenges are so much harder. But she has already overcome in her lifetime, whether she continues, falls, doesn't matter. She's already overcome in her lifetime more challenges than any of your other kids, quote-unquote, from kids, Erluch, Kailo, Shemitah Ramitzis, 
it's like having ten kids, and nine of them can run around physically in the gym. They could all go on the treadmill for an hour, and this kid got hit by a car. But she got out of a wheelchair, and she took four steps. And that takes more strength. That takes more fortitude. That takes more courage than any of the other kids. And Hashem judges by effort. Hashem judges by rutzen. Hashem judges by a little thing that she does. One time keeping kashrus. One time keeping Shabbos. One time a kid puts on tefillin after being hurt. Could be more chashev than all of the tefillin of our whole lives. So we don't have to worry about her ganeden and her gehenim. Our whole job is not to make things worse. Like the Peliyayat says, don't be over by looking down, judging harshly. And, and people say, I don't judge harshly. Yeah, you think you could do better is judging harshly. I don't think I could do better. I cannot do better at her life than she is doing. That's whether she's keep Shabbos, whether she breaks Shabbos. I don't judge. I don't judge because we know what she went through. And even if we wouldn't know, that's what it means. And if I'm going to judge, that's our Torah. That's on us. So some people, two years, three years, four years, five years, how long am I going to have to deal with this dysfunction? Imagine how she feels. She would gladly wake up tomorrow morning switching places with any of her siblings without a care in the world about, I mean, I'm sure they all have their issues and their problems and their challenges and their struggles, but not this level, not am I, am I going to raise my kid from or not from, am I, am I straight or not straight. These, this level of is not in any other kid. So she's a hero. And we just have to realize that every ounce of love, support, affection, making her smile, every smile, every hug, you're doing your Avedis Hashem. You're fulfilling the words of the Baal Shem Tev that were simple. Lehoiv Aysam B'yayser. That's it. Umach He says that takes care of it. When will it happen? I don't know. A person can do tshuva me'ahava the last minute and all the averis become mitzvahs. And all her averis are not her averis. We know it's a beferish, a medrash, sifri. Anybody that causes someone else to stumble, he, he gets all of the credit card bill at the end of the month for all the sin and dysfunction goes to whoever hurt her, whoever hurt this neshama. They could be from now, they could be everything, but they, somebody hurt her. Whoever broke her, they're getting the bill. She didn't do this to herself. You can't do this to yourself. So she has no, you know, and, and even if she does, it's not our, our job is not to think about somebody else's cheshben and shamayim and how they, we're here to help. What helps her? Your full undying, unstoppable, unbreakable 
loyalty. That I know who you are. I know you're tough, you're good. And therefore, because of that, I'm just going to open my arms and hug you and be there with you. And of course, it's so much easier when they give you nachas and you could be so proud of them. But think about it. Hashem, we wanted to be proud of us and we're not what our great-great-grandparents were. How would we feel if Hashem said, I am not proud of any of you because you guys aren't good enough? That would not be good. It would cause us to give up. And it would cause her to give up if she feels that, no, only if you're fully tznius, then you're the pride of the family. But I struggle with that. Or I'm not holding that. It's not That's not in my life right now. So I have to lose the feeling that I am deserving of love and like and affection and that my parents should be proud of me. And what's causing them to have that not love and like for me? Is it the neighbors? So then I hate your neighbors. It's your community. I hate your community. It's causing sinna. That's what the words of the Pelia, it's prophetic, prophetic prophecy. Words of the Peleyeyets. It creates Eva. It creates Sinna. Look at all the people who were rejected, who are ex from, who are making organizations to tear down the community. And none of our kids, none, we're talking about a thousand TP kids, a thousand of our TP kids, and not one of them is part of any of these organizations. How come? Because we create an enemy. When I show you less like and less love in the name of something. So if it's in the name of my community, then she's going to hate that community with a passion. Drives her away. It's in the name of the Tyra. I hate that Tyra. It's the name of God. I hate that God. You know what? I hate that God also. That fake God that people serve, that Avaidazara, that they serve this God that causes them to behave against what the Baal Shem Tov said, against what the Chazanish said, against what I have a thousand, I have six thousand, but a thousand solid about this, which Das Torah said. Not, I'm not talking about these hotheads who talk about Gehenim and I, I really feel bad for them because the Midrash other Maidid by Maidid and Lai and I really don't understand them. Fine, I don't judge them either. They probably had very tough parents, and that's all they know. Maybe being tough works for them. Fine. But that's not the Erech Never was. Rav Steinman Zatzal said parents should not look down or reject or push away if kids are Mechal Shabbos. I asked him. He told me. He told me. I have a, I have a recording of it. I said, what should parents do if the kid is Mechal Shabbos? Should they criticize him? He said, well, what's that going to accomplish? Then they're just going to hate Shabbos and hate the parents. All Das Torah is after a goal, is understanding psychology. Rejection causes pain. Rejection causes pain that causes hate. Rejection causes pain that causes hate that causes more sin. And then why would they ever come back? And we weren't meant to be that. We were meant to be be'etzem, loving accepting, we're be'etzem supposed to be, arachum chanun, erechapayim. That's what we're supposed to be. That's the rule book. That's why we learn Torah Medivara every single week on Sunday. 
and use that midah for the week because we have to do what the Nesiva Shalom says. He says, it doesn't say just like Hashem is a Rachum, therefore we should act with Rachmanus. Oh no. It says, Af'ata Havei Rachum. We have to become essentially a Rachum. So as long as we are angry and frustrated and upset that I'm not getting my money's worth and why is she doing this and when is she going to change and all of that, which is so hard to understand. And we would never think like that about anybody else that's not your own child. It's your love for your child and, and all your pain that's causing you to feel that way sometimes. But as long as we feel like that, so like, I want to get angry, I want to say I'm not supporting you, I don't agree with you, but I got to act like God. Okay. Better fake love than real hate. But that's not the goal. Once you realize that she is going to be this way until it, it, she's in her journey, but this is your journey. When you become Be'etzim Arachom or Be'etzim Chanon, you don't have to work on yourself anymore. They say the Chafetz Chaim, he spoke a lot. When someone starts learning all the halachas of Shmir Salashin, they can't talk. People say, you can't say anything. That's in the beginning. Because you're used to saying bad stuff, and you have to always stop yourself. The Chafetz Chaim, they say, spoke freely. Because once you master it, that's it. You don't make mistakes. He wouldn't talk Lashonara, Rechilus, Avak Lashonara, Avak Rechilus, all this stuff. And yet he could talk freely, and he didn't have to think. Somebody starts driving a car. You ever see somebody start driving? They're freaking out every second. Once you're driving for five years, for ten years, you're a pro. You're not even thinking about it. It's second nature. You just you're on autopilot. You don't even you don't even remember how you got from one place to the other. You're not nervous every second. You could park without thinking. You could do everything without thinking because you're used to it. You're a driver. When you're in TP for a few years and you work on yourself and you hit an obstacle, you don't go back to the beginning of, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, I'm upset, I, I can't take this anymore, how long is this going to be, when is she going to change, when is she going to this, when is she going to that, I'm so embarrassed. That's all the feelings of the first Aleph base. That's the white belt when you join karate, not a green belt. Now, you're human, but you're becoming more and more of an angel every single time that she hits a bump in the road. And you're becoming much more of Be'etzem Arachom and Achanon. And an Erech And a Noise Ovin. Yes, I will carry your iniquity. I will carry your sin. I will support you through your trials and tribulations. Kedas Moshev Yisrael. Like all the Tzadikim said to do. Like Rav Gersh and Shlita said to do. Like all the Tzadikim said to do. I'm here for you. And I'm not, I'm not even looking at the size of your dress and if you're wearing, I'm not, that's, I'm, that's so not part of my life. My life is not how somebody else behaves. My life is about how I behave. And I have to deal with my pain and embarrassment, overcome it, climb on top of it, be oymid bin Asayin, and then you become untouchable. Now I can't do any of this. I'm a human being. I'm a basar badam. But you've been through kur ha-barzel. You've already been through walking through the fire. You carried her through those dark years when she didn't want to be alive, when she wasn't sneezed at all, 
when she was provocative, when there was no future, when people would have told you, throw her out, did tell you, throw her out, write her off, tax write off. So you had ten, now you have nine. Rachmanulitzlan on these people. And you carried her through that with such love that you got to walk her down to a chuppah kadasmaish of Yisrael. But she still has so much pain. Psychological pain, mental anguish, physical pain, saras don't belong on a, on, a, on, a, on a youngster or anybody. Tsaris that most people don't have. There's enough regular Tsaris. She has so much going on under the hood. And your job is to alleviate her pain and smile at her with compassion. Close your eyes and think about the image of the most compassionate person that you could possibly think of. Really, do it. Close your eyes unless you're driving, and just think of that face, of the most compassionate eyes, compassionate face that you could think of. And you put on those, that face, that image. You become that. That's the Dumus Yuknoi. That's the Dumus Yuknoi Shalavi. Bezehitzilai, says the Nesib That's what saved him, because he saw his father. He saw a man that would not give up on him, even though everybody said, Literally, let's get rid of him and kill him. He's no good. He's messed up. But like the Nesiva Shalom says so beautifully, Yaakov says, I refuse to give up on you, says the Nesiva Shalom. And in the next chapter, when Yosef is faced with his life, Nesayin, what gave him Kayach? It says, he refused. It says the Nesiva Shalom, he refused. Where did he get the Kayach? The Medrash says that the Nisayan was greater than him. He had no chance. But then he had a Vayimayin, a father Vayimayin Lesnachim. And through the power of Vayimayin Lesnachim, that's what gave him the power of Vayimayin. We give our children power by the Vayimayin to give up on them. When we refuse to give up on them, when we refuse to look at them as any less good than the greatest of our other children, or our, all our hopes and dreams, nobody goes into a hospital with a kid who's dying and and gives the feeling that I'm giving up on you because you didn't put on tefillin today, or because you're not functioning, because we understand that they're doing the best they can with what they were given. And that's the same thing for our struggling neshamas. They are doing the best they can. And those that don't see it, that's their chesarinus. Because if you have hele ga'oygen, tayre you see that every single yid is a chele ga'oygen, so of course they're doing the best they can with the life that they were given, with the challenges that they were given, with the midas that they were given. If somebody we know is, 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 is a son of Hashem, mamish banim, then how could we think they, that they, they're not trying hard enough? Or that they're not good? Or that they're not, or that they're bad? Or they became bad? It's, it's just all, all goes against every single thing that we believe in. And that's why the, the, the Baal Shem Tev didn't say, make sure he doesn't come into your room. Make sure he doesn't come in the house. Tell him in your house he has to wear a yarmulke. Make sure she dressed in his. He just said the medicine. That's all. And that's what we do until our last breath. And look at the success. 
Look at the successes you've already had. Look at the successes from other people in the TP family. Just tonight, just right now, I'll send you a picture. I'll tell the parents to send it to you. Of this boy that when they came to me, I can't even describe to you. He, he was nothing. He was a nobody. He was Michal everything. There were needles that they found. They thought he was doing heroin. He was selling drugs from his basement. He had parties. The kids in the family had asthma. And 20, 30 people would come in all night and make noise and smoke and smoke up. And smoke would go upstairs. And everybody said, throw him out. They sent me a picture now. You're talking about a curling man with a beard and 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 Erlich and and an Edel wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, it took ten years. What's the rush? I also want it tonight. It takes time. But this is who he always was. But they never would have had this if they would have rejected him. Never. He got off drugs without any rehab only TP. He was suicidal. He got better without any psych medication or psych wards. He was never sent anywhere. His parents did TP, which is basically a microwave of lehoiv oisam b'yoyser. And like the Chazanish says, Yenasu l'mashcham b'avoyser sahava v'loy l'tchaisam chalila. And just live with that. I will not reject this kid. I will not make her feel in any way Rejected. The Satmar Rebbe said, He gave the same advice. When you have, when you have the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Satmar Rebbe, and the Chazanish, and Rebbe Vadji Yosef, all giving the same advice, you can rely on it. The Satmar Rebbe even said, and I'll tell you what I mean when I say to shower your kid with love. Whatever money you give everybody else, give this kid double. This is the medicine. They feel so bad. Then they feel different. So they automatically, they need much more love, much more care of Lefavos because they feel like you probably don't like me because I know that what you're machshiv and I know what you wanted and I'm not any of it. They feel horrible and guilty and then they feel bad that they hurt you because they're sensitive souls. So they put up a wall and then they say, I don't care about you. I only care about myself because otherwise they're going to die. Because they feel like dying from the pain that they're causing you and their messed up life. And really, if we injected their pain into our veins for one minute, we would plots, we would faint, we would have a heart attack. Or we would do drugs. We would do drugs to numb, yeah. Because you can't live like that. And they never live like this for years. And then people ask them, what are you doing this for? What are you doing that for? And then they have to come up and build these walls around them to protect themselves because they can't explain it because they don't even know themselves why am I doing this and why am I so bad and what happened to me and why? what's the connection between... They just know I'm bad. I am bad. They have a hole in their heart. They feel like nothing. And then comes Tati and Mommy. Welcome into the room. What are you going to do? If you make them feel worse, you break them, you kill them. Dead. You give him a hug. You say, you're the pride and joy of my life. But what do you mean? I'm in a wheelchair. That doesn't take away from our pride and joy. And we work on ourselves every single day. And once, 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 once you reach that, that, that level, that, I, I, that there's nothing that, that my kid or any, eventually any, is going to do. It's very hard, very, very hard. But start with your family. Start with your kids. 
There's nothing that she's going to do that is going to make me doubt her. I'm, I'm investing fully on her. That's not just saving her. That's saving you. That's living a life to, that you could be proud of. That's living a life that's elevated. That's Rachum Chanon. That's Yudge Momidus. And nobody in the world can argue that you will have thousands of more mitzvah essays in the Torah by this approach. Because every time that you're Mekayim, one of the Yudge Momidus, you're Mekayim, which is a mitzvah sase in the Torah, to be a Rachum Chanon, Erech all 13 mitzvahs. So in this derech, number one, you have tens of thousands of extra mitzvahs essays in your life. And that's the big money. We do lots of mitzvahs, but a mitzvah essay, that's lula, matzah, tefillin, you know, it's, it's hard to find. You have an extra hundred a day, fifty a day, whatever it is, ten a day, opportunities to be, to be godly. It's also your midas. You become hadbik, you become living a physical life the way that Hashem thinks is the way you think. Hashem has to deal with a lot worse. Many of His children doing a lot worse. L'cha Hashem the Medrash says. He gave us man in the Midbar, and some Yidin took the man, and they were makriv, they sacrificed it to Avoid Zara. What would the therapy world say? Tell them, if you're going to use money, for stuff that we don't want you to use it for, we're not giving you money anymore. That's good parenting. But Hashem said, no. What's going to happen if I don't give them money? They can't die, right? So what are they going to do? They're going to steal. Yeah. Don't give money for drugs. So they steal. They sell their body. They steal. Because they, they have to live. They need it. It can't stop. Says the Medrash, the next day they got money again. Lamachar Yared Haman. And that's what you're doing. Of course, together with me guiding you, it's not the Wild West. And together with you, the Astaira, of course. But that's the Mahalach. And look what you save. The other way, you end up hating your own child. It's so painful. You end up talking Lashonara about her. You end up causing her pain. Machlekes, Meriva, Ketata, I don't know, all the different words. And it's a disgust. It's a ugh, way to live your life. A guy called me up, yelling at me. How do you say to love the kids? Do you know how much pain my daughter caused me? And he described Taka terrible pain, but the same pain as a thousand TP families that don't have that pain because we stand up, Ahmed bin Sain, and we don't have that pain. And he's stuck with that pain. And I wish that she dies. And she's killing me. How come we don't have that at all? Yeah, before coming to me, many parents expressed it mamish openly. I wish that my son and my daughter would die. And okay, it would be over, the pain would be over. And I understand they were in tremendous pain. How come six months later, a year later, they don't say that? Because we know how to de-escalate the situation. We put on different glasses. When we become der Heiben, we don't even feel that. You're saving yourself from feeling disgusted, let down, frustrated, which leads to hatred, which leads to machlekes, because she will pick up on it, and then she'll start spiraling, and you get all the credit for all those averis that happen because of that. That's on you. And then also, you'll feel horrible, and then she'll feel more. That's You know how quickly this can unravel? So you have no choice. You have to become so elevated 
And that's why you have to work on yourself every single day. And that's why so many parents say that we wouldn't ask for this Nisayan. But once we're dealing with it properly, we realize how much we parents grow in ways that are unimaginable. And there's hundreds of parents already on the other side of this that will tell you those words, that we grew in a way that nobody else can grow. And that's why we have no homeless kids and we have no suicide. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, they have Shabbat Shalom. And that's why we have peace at home, de-escalated situations. Just just today on the on the Zoom call for out-of-towners, you hear the new batch of people who are just two months, three months trained, peace at home, peace at home. We have peace in our home. We have peace in our home. It's amazing. We have the same kid that everybody says, well, you have no choice. You have to throw him out because he's making everybody, they're not making anybody crazy anymore. Just today, the letters and the pictures that kids sent their parents, just every day it rolls in. This kid who was violent and, and mamish violent against his parents, today presented his parents with a picture he decided to take with the whole family and, and to give them as a gift. And he's a yum. And what happened? Just a year ago, they were coming to group. He was violent and he was punching and breaking things. And now he's a yum. And they said, what is this guy? I think they have amnesia. Like, really? He's a sweetie pie? He's sweet? You came to me after years of saying he's a Russia, and he's Meshugana, and he's Lahachis, Lahashmid, Laharig, the family, and destroying, and whatever we ask him, he does the opposite. The pain of the parents is so great. That pain, for their own sake, goes away, because they're doing TP, because we're following Exactly what the Baal Shem Tev, what the Chazanesh, what all the Kedalim say. And the, the neighbors and the therapy worlds, no, you have to put rules and concepts and, and And who's picking up the pieces of the kid and the parents and the family and the siblings that hate that life that goes on for years. From the beginning of the spiral, responding for years with this house is full of fighting and anger and hatred and things breaking and cursing. Kid cursing parents, parents cursing kids, and when the kid's not there, the father's angry and the mother's crying. The whole atmosphere is ruined. And look at TP families. Ayman bin Asayin, calm at home, able to focus positive energy on the other children, and able to focus on their kip, on their kid in pain. They're a tip, tzaddik in pain, tzaddik is in pain. And to teach the other children, today I got a letter that a sibling wrote. And the mother said, look what she wrote, a report in school. She had one of the worst situations with multiple older siblings that behaved in crazy ways. Drugs and, and I don't even want to say it. And she wrote, she's a, a tzaddikus, but she wrote how horrible life used to be. Because there were a few years that they got bad advice from very hush of a people and it caused them to almost really lose their entire family. And then they said, once we came to TP, the house was calm. And now, these kids, their best friends, the ones who were struggling, their best friends are mom and dad. So the house is completely calm. One of them is already completely from. The other one is, is certainly on the way. And one of them is is respectful and is this it, they're off drugs they're not hurting anybody the whole thing changed and the parents have their family back and they have their own lives back and it's the best thing for the siblings so this is a a, a real wake-up call and it's do or die either we take the high road
or you're stuck in traffic on the Bell Parkway during rush hour, and you're going to just want to kill somebody and have road rage all the time and high blood pressure, like so many parents that are not doing TP. Or you can take the TP cruise, fly up in that little helicopter, fly over the traffic, not get caught up in the in the dysfunction of the children, because we're not dysfunctional, and we know what to do. And you'll do it as a Sashem, and you'll see results from your child, but you're not going to stop because this is who you are. It doesn't mean that you're not going to need to listen to this every day. It doesn't mean you're not going to have days that you your humanness pops out, but you will overcome it with your training for your own sake and for the sake of your child. And Hashem should bless you to have the strength to continue being Ahmed bin Asayin as much as it takes, and to becoming a be'etzem, a rachum, and a chanon, and a old yud There's no greater joy to Hashem. There's no greater amida bin asayin than to be aymid in midas, and to become an elevated, spiritually elevated person, like all the tzaddikim were. We saw them. They were mamish, mamish, so many stories, every tzaddik had control of their Yud Gimel Midas, and they, they lived that way. And and now regular plain people are being forced to do that. We should be Zaycha. Veheshev Lev Aves that's first. First, the hearts of the parents have to return to their children. That's what it says. And then Vlev Banim Alavaisam. It's Haftacha. It will happen. To the degree that the Veheshev Lev Aves is Alabanim, to that degree, we'll be zaycha to see v'leibanim alavaisam, and that's when Mashiach comes. This is this is what Elio is going to tell us right before Mashiach comes, because that's what brings Mashiach. That's what brings salvation to the child, and salvation to the family, and salvation to Klal Yisrael. And mida connected mida. When we are v'heshev v'leibavisalbanim, we force kaviyachol kiilu as I state. That's what it says. We force Hashem to treat His children that way. I always say that in Rosh Hashanah, I daven kerachim of, like you, Albanim. The way that you, TP parents, have Rachmanus on your children, came to Rachim Hashem Aleinu. That's, that's what we want. We hope that Hashem is a TP parent. Yeah, he's a soivu, and he's a supporter. And even though there's a lot of stuff that we don't do the way we should, he, he still supports us and believes in us and carries us through the darkness of confusion, of galos. Ki imcha makar chayim, ba'orcha nire'or. Hashem alikecha imcha leicha sartadavar. We have Hashem with us, otherwise we would never ever be able to survive. And like the Bermayim Chaim says, Chaim Chernovitz, that was his tefillah. Hashem, look at how I'm dealing with my kid, and if I can deal with my kid this way, then you can deal with your children this way. And you can learn a kavachaymer. If I can do it, you can do it. I'm a boss of a dumb. If I can do it, you can do it. What do we have that Hashem does not have? Neighbors. Shvigar. Financial constraints. Busha. Caring about what other people say about us. Hashem doesn't have any of that. Say, Hashem, hey, look how I'm treating my kid. That's what it says from Merim and Primishlan. That's, that's, that's what was happening there. 
We do this and we force, we twist Hashem's arm. That's what it says. Twist. Yes, that's what it says. Twist Hashem's arm, Kaviyochal, that He has to treat His children at least as good as we are. And that's, that's the whole point of what's going on here. So clear. So clear. And that's what's going to get us out of here. You should daven for Klal Yisrael. When you have an Asayin and you're working on yourself and you're closing your eyes and you're envisioning that compassionate face and those eyes that your child needs desperately from you and you give that response, I'm with you. Let's do it. Great idea. I'm with you. I got you. We're in this together. We're going to get through this. I believe in you. I'm proud to be your father. I'm proud to be your mother. That's life-saving words. Get a dog tag, engrave it, and I'm not going to do the whole dog tag speech now, but make sure it's done. That's the message. And that's the greatest, greatest vehicle to make our children be healthy emotionally. And when they're healthy emotionally, then Yismach Lev, they have a happy heart, automatically Mavakshe Hashem. And that's why all the tzaddikim said, just make Yismach Lev. Make their hearts happy. Gladden their hearts. And you'll see, Mavakshi Hashem, much more than you ever dreamed. And while you're while you're in that matzav and you're working on yourself, Davin for Klal Yisrael, you have a Kayach you're being Aymed bin Nisayin, you're embracing a mitzvah hasei, Valachta Bedrachov, Go, go to the mikveh if, if you can. Put on a gartel. Do whatever you do before mitzvah sasei. Wow. All of them. And now I'm going to use this weapon. Number six. I'm going to use Naitzah Chesed La'alofim. I'm going to use Naitzah Yavayim. Yeah, I'm going to carry the iniquity. I'm going to carry that sin. I'm going to take care of it, make sure that my kid is okay, even though I'm going to pay that credit card bill. I'm going to do what I need to do. Of course, under under your rough. And Baruch Hashem, we have so many Rabbanim that understand this Indian now. And Davin, Davin, Davin for you, for yourself, for your family, for your kid, for the whole TP Mishpacha, for all the other suffering children in Klai Yisrael, for all, all of the people in Klai Yisrael, for all those who need Shaduchim and Rufuis and Svelt Nishkansaris, there's so many, so much. At that moment, you're so holy. You're doing the reason that Hashem created the world. You're being Aymed Vinisayin. You say, right now, I am doing the fulfilling the purpose of the world that Hashem didn't create angels. He wanted to see people be Ahmed bin Nisayin, and I'm going to do it. And the harder it is, the more schar you get. agra. But eventually, it's not even going to be so hard because you're going to be a black belt. And your initial reaction is going to be, ah. And you're going to get schar for all the avoida. When it's easier, you get schar for everything that you did, all the yigiyah, to get you to that point. And you're going to be a black belt, like all the tzaddikim, and you're going to say, how can I be on the level of the biggest tzaddik? I'm not a big tzaddik. And the answer is because you built it. You built muscle. One guy is born, he's six foot six, and he's born muscular. And another guy is 150 pounds overweight, and he has to lose 150 pounds to start going to the gym and build muscle and work on it, blood, sweat, and tears. And 10 years later, he's competing against the guy who was built. 
maybe we weren't built tzaddikim, but you're building yourself, you're building muscle, self-control, control over your emotions, control over your reactions, and becoming essentially godly, the highest level. Ramesh Feinstein writes in, in, in his Sefer, Kholram, unbelievable. He says that in a time of Xera, the people who are Mavatal Xeris, the, the Yidin who have the most Koychis to be Mavatal Xeris, are those who are Mashpia on the Rabbim, much more than the Gedolim. He says the Gedolim might have a schus to protect themselves just from their godless. But the people who are Mashpia, the Rabbim, they have a much bigger Koych to be Mavatal Xera. That's one of the reasons that the Tzadikim always made sure to also be Mashbiya the Rabbim. Kiyodua, like Chazanish, like Rebchan Kanievsky, Zatzal, like all of them, they give up their time to do Chesed, and and they they, they help people because they want to be a Mazak of the Rabbim. You're being a Mazak of the Rabbim because you're starting by changing your vision of your child, and it's changing your vision of her friends, and his friends, and their friends, and you're a changed person. You're an elevated person. Some people have to get there with Yigiyah and Taira, but the Zaira Kadr says that when you do this, what you're doing, you get elevated high on the highest levels, higher than you could ever achieve through any Avaida or Taira or Mitzvah, especially for us it's so hard, unless you're able to learn like like Tanoim, Amiroim, he says you're going to go up so high because you chase after those who fall away from Hashem, you look for it and you draw them in and he tells you how to do it, like Aaron Akayin. And he tells you the schar and the wealth that you get. And the zaychaliris banim lebanoi. It's a schus to have children. It's a schus to have grandchildren. Alas chisim in the welt. And it's a life of peace and love and beauty and erlichkeit and adinus, sweetness, peace, calm, serenity. Versus what it unravels to, which brings to all the various, the, the Satan is laughing, it's always laughing his head off. Look what I just did to this family. They have a kid off the derech, they got bad advice, the family's on fire. He doesn't even, he, the Satan doesn't even, he doesn't, he doesn't even have to work on them. Full of machlekes, and they think they're right. L'shem Shemaim. And the brother's screaming at them, you're gonna die, you're gonna go and Gehenim, and they're hating each other, and they're talking bad about each other, and everything's fine. L'shem Mitzvah. Lashon Hara, Rechilus, and Maitzi Shemra, and Mambi Mavaza, and everything. And look at your house. Beautiful. All the kids love you. All the kids say how much better the house is, and, and how much better you are. And, and you're, you're somebody that you rose up in their eyes. They'll never forget you. You're a dogma of what parents should be. You're an example of, of love, and, and, and Erlich, Yiddish, Tayyudika parents who are being, Mitmoded, dealing properly with the challenge using only good midas. You should be so proud of yourself. I am. I'm very proud of you. Very, very proud of you. You make me look good. And I know I can never do this, what you're doing. It's easy to talk. It's not even easy to talk. And you're doing it every single day. Ashrecha, ashrecha, ashrecha. Kamaycha yibubi Yisrael. And now you make sure that you teach everybody that you know how to have a peaceful home, how to de-escalate the situations, how to accomplish everything you accomplish from where you were until where you are. 
And then when you get further, you'll teach them about further. But in, but right now, there's 10,000 families in Kuala Israel who are struggling with what you were struggling with when you came to me. All those things on that first list, they still have that, and you don't. So you make sure to be mashpi on other people. There's no greater schus in the world. And you'll be the one to be mavatul gzeris.